0: Recruitment Journeys is brought to you in partnership with Vincere, the all-in-one CRM for ambitious recruitment businesses. No matter what your recruitment journey is, whether it's contract, temp, exec search, or perm, if you're looking for a new breed of tech partner to help accelerate growth, speak to Vincere. Visit vincere.io forward slash mint for an exclusive offer for all subscribers of this podcast. Hi and welcome to the Recruitment Journeys podcast series. My name is Pete Watson from Mint Recruitment, and we're an R2R, or a Rec Rec, whatever you want to call us. And as an R2R, we spend all day, every day, talking to recruiters about their careers. That's kind of what we do. We've been around since 2004, placing recruiters into Australia, the UK, Asia, and the US. And in those 15 years, we've seen pretty much every direction in which a recruiter can take their own personal recruitment career. So in this podcast series, we're going to interview recruiters all on a different path, each with a different destination, and we're going to hear their individual stories about how they got to where they are today. So if you're a recruiter and you're thinking about your next chapter or your future journey, and you just want to hear about how others did it before you, then please sit back and enjoy Recruitment Journeys. In episode eight of Recruitment Journeys, we talked to the founders of brand new recruitment startup, Iterate. Michael Boyd and Ryan Lynch were both very high performers at Greythorn Recruitment and both walked away from million dollar billing desks to start out on their own. Furthermore, they managed to convince Michael's much better half, Kyler, to come on board as well, giving Iterate a starting foundation headcount of three million dollar billers. So have a listen to this podcast to find out why they did their own thing and they walked away from such high-performing desks, all the things that they considered before taking the entrepreneurial plunge and what the future looks like for this modern day recruitment startup. Hope you enjoy it. Michael Boyd and Ryan Lynch from Iterate Recruitment. Good morning.
1: Good morning.
0: Many thanks for uh, for being involved in the recruitment journeys podcast series. Uh, appreciate your time. So, chaps, look, I've already given you a bit of an intro to the uh, to the listeners earlier in the podcast. But in your own words, would you be uh, be good enough to introduce yourself?
1: Sure. Um, so, Ryan Lynch, co-founder and director of Iterate Direct Recruitment.
2: That's me. Um, my name's Michael Boyd, uh, also a yeah, co-founder of... Director, I've been in recruitment um, ten years, um, working for other agencies, and you know, Ryan and I took the plunge. Um, what four, five months ago now? Uh, five to, months ago, to and start, up, uh, start up our own business. So there we go. Here um, we are. Yeah.
0: So we're here to find out more about that and and how all that came about. Um, so look, chaps, before we before we get into it, I'll just quickly explain the concept concept of the the podcast. It's it's all about inspiring. It's all about yeah you know, recruiters out there looking at at your career, your profile, your journey, uh, and saying right look that that sounds and looks exciting and that's potentially something that you know, these people might want to do in their uh, in their career now the the wonderful thing about recruitment, I think we all know that it's um, the, the, the barrier to entry is low. I say that with the greatest mm. r- respect, obviously. Yeah. But um, you know, in recruitment, to, to be successful, you need you know, a network, you need a, a brain, you need a phone, and, and you're off to the races. But it's a, it's a plunge uh, or a risk that a lot of people don't take, mm. but you have. Uh, so for the purpose of this podcast interview, we're going to call you guys The Startup. If, sure. if that's all right, because yeah. you're, you're only you're only four or five months in, I think I think you still safely fit into that category. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really keen to find out why you took the plunge, because yours is a very interesting and exciting story. Because a lot of people start recruitment businesses um, and they're possibly not risking much, but you guys did because you walked away from mm-hmm. very, very, very healthy billing track records and presumably very comfortable commission pipelines, etc. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. But cracking on, chaps, just to uh, kick things off, would you mind letting me know how both of you managed to find yourself working in this wonderful world of recruitment?
1: Sure. Um, so, I guess like a lot of people, I fell into it. Um, started out um, in call centre recruitment, oddly enough, working for the Skill group, recruiting uh, high volume, low margin, uh, for like the likes of Agile and Telstra back in the day in the early 2000s, and then uh, in Canada, a rec to rec, A competitor of yours, Pete, I'm sorry. Uh, are, they, are they still around? Uh, I'll have to get back to you on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, see,
0: no, <laughs> not a competitor to
1: that. I mean, old competitor, but me um, towards IT recruitment and uh, and Grateful way back in yeah, 2006. Yeah. and I was, uh, I was lucky enough to land, I uh, guess what was then called the, the Microsoft.net uh, development desk. Um, And within time, I uh, pretty much took over the whole development desk at uh, at Greythorn, and yeah, that was a good 13
2: years uh, stint there until April this year. Mm. Absolutely. I'm fairly similar to Ryan in that I fell into it. I spent my sort of early to mid-20s traveling after uni. I went to uni and studied something completely unrelated that uh, I never um, pursued, and then went traveling. and. I got home and caught up with a friend that was um, doing recruitment at the time and I was asking him what it was all about and I felt that it was something that I might be okay at. So, yeah, I just applied with, yeah you know, little experience. I was working in some sales roles and some hospitality roles overseas, but um, Bruce Hara now at uh, yeah. Naval was, yeah. was good enough to give me my first role at uh, Interpro at the time. So. Yeah. I spent three years at Interpro where I met my now wife and the resourcer of. Uh, the <laughs> oh, in careful, Interpro careful, careful. Uh, yeah. Kyla, now boys. Um, so I spent three years there and uh, and then, given that relationship, thought time to, to sort of separate um, work and personal life and landed um, fortuitously at Graythorn, sitting alongside Ryan where we spent you know, the better part of. Six and a half, sort of seven years working together. So yeah, um, for me to grow into into Graythorpe and and then uh, now iterate. Just, yeah. yeah, okay.
0: So so you boys obviously got to know each other. At Graythorn, you you were you were you were sharing, uh, I suppose desks. You were you, you your your desks were very closely aligned.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep. that's fair. That's so probably an interesting start. And it wasn't clearly defined. No, I guess it was. I was doing development. You were doing digital, whatever that meant back then. Yeah. Um, so I think between us, we worked out sort of the, the demarcation of our own markets and patches and. And worked out, yeah, yeah, what your roles and specialisations were, and what were mine. Yeah,
2: I was sold something by the rec to places. <laughs> <them. Yeah. laughs> uh, we, uh, yeah, we we worked it, We worked with each other to figure out who did what, um, which was kind of testament to our working relationship. Yeah, we were good enough to say, cool, you do this, you do that. Here's a CV your way. Here's yeah, you work with that client, you work with that client. So pretty. Early on, we established a a, a positive working relationship, which is sort of paramount to to us that are still working together today. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So so, so you established some kind of trust early on. Yes. So, okay. So you you were working together for for six or seven years and clearly things were going well in in terms of your, your working relationship. At what point... Yeah, how far back did one of you, over a, over a, a crafty sandwich at lunchtime, did one of you <laughs> t- turn to the other one and say, right, Boydie or, or Lynchy, you know, maybe, maybe one day we could do this ourselves. How, how long ago did somebody plant the seed?
1: I don't know if we'll commit to, to dates or timelines, but it was definitely over at a drunken lunch club, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it was. There was. no sandwiches. It was probably, uh, uh, yeah, 10 to 12 beers. <laughs> Degustation
2: um, menu or something, yeah. yeah. A while back, like, yeah, we, we didn't make the decision, you know, the, the week before to, yeah. to, to throw the towel in and, and start, start our own thing. The exact date I'm, I'm not sure of, but yeah, sure. there's probably a few drunken conversations in there about um, our grander plans. Sure, yeah. sure, okay.
0: Uh, and I, and, I, and I will, I will push you on this, but who, who broached it first? Who had the, uh, the bigger kahunas, shall we say?
1: who <laughs> <laughs> was drunker at the time, yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> who, yeah, who was the most drunk? No, I'd like to concede it with, boy, you got know, thank you, got my ear, and uh, I mean, I, I yes. think there's
2: legal liability there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I might be playing the seed, but I'll, I'll say that Ryan was more than a willing um,
1: like to, uh, <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, it's a mutual thing, these sort of things. Yeah. You, you know, it's always going to be something you, you have to go into a partnership with, and I guess it's a big life decision and we had a few other big life milestones, you know, over time, yeah. you know, buying houses, I mean, babies getting married. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so it's something that sort of evolved um, yeah. over time and, and certainly, yeah, well, obviously we we're big contributors each yeah. you know, to that decision.
0: Yeah. So the so the interesting thing about you chaps and, and including Kyla, to give Kyla some some kind of credibility in this, <laughs> in this conversation, is... Um, you're all very, very high performers. You're all kind of million-dollar billers. Yeah. Uh, and we all know that million-dollar billers in this industry are, are like unicorns. You know, you know, the good businesses out there might have <clears throat> one or two. Mm. But here, we are, here, here today we have a startup that has three million-dollar billers um, starting the organization, which is what, what makes it, you know, certainly from, from my perspective, super exciting. But at the same time, you are all walking away from mm. so much. You know the, the, the comfort zone that you must have been in must have been terribly difficult yeah. to walk away from. So yeah. so aside from you know, having babies and getting mortgages and buying houses and all the rest of it, you know there's there's, there's that factor to consider. Yeah. So did when you went to your loved ones and your, your family and your friends and parents, did anybody say, "Don't be don't be crazy. You're you're, 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 you're onto a good thing at the moment. Don't don't be daft."
1: I think so. They, I think the better halves kept us in check and kept us honest. Um, I think, for, from my personal experience, I had to, yeah, convince the wife that you know it was a viable decision. Um, you know that we had enough money in the bank to survive. Just some of the basic, you know, considerations. Um, so that involved you know careful planning and you know crunching the numbers and, and mm. talking about you know what the first three months six months nine months 12 months might look like mm. what's involved in the back office so yeah it wasn't a decision that was made rashly um, oh, yeah. or you know overnight it was something that was yeah definitely ruminated over a period
2: of time yeah um, I, I, I think just Kyle, con- no, Kyle took less convincing I think that yeah. she was sort of pushing us to say or pushing me to say when are we doing this even though we're both Comfortable and, and both in good billing roles, um, yeah, I, I think that uh, I, I probably didn't have to convince her as much, yeah. yeah.
0: So did you, did you know, uh, or did you, I'll rephrase that, did you have confidence that you would be doing deals pretty quickly? Or, or did you say to yourself, no, let's go into it conservatively, assuming that we don't do a deal for the first six months?
2: Yeah, we we ca- accounted for not making any placements or not getting any invoices through for at least the first what sort of couple of months. Yeah. Which, um, uh, we we sit here month five and and uh, retrospectively we, we could have probably you know we've, we've done better than we expected I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's going well. Yeah, it's going. It's been a good start. Yeah, exceeded expectations, but I guess you have to go into the worst case scenario yeah. Yeah. that okay. You know, can I afford this, uh, this mortgage if we don't yeah. make a deal for the first three to six months? You know? yeah. So I thankfully haven't been pushed to, in that situation, but you need to be equipped for, for that scenario.
0: Absolutely. Mm. So what was the thing that um, you worried about the most? What was the thing that, that gave you the, the, the greatest level of concern before you actually pulled the pin? Pulled the pin You're on resigning? Yeah, pull the pin on resigning, and because and, and, c- 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 I'll, I'll, I'll try and put that into context, so, so when I started mint recruitment, mm. um, I, I was doing okay, I certainly wasn't billing a million dollars like, like you boys, but I the things that went through my head were like, you know, what if, what if I'm actually not as good as I think I am?
2: Yeah.
0: W- what if it's the brand that I'm working for that's making me successful and, and not just me? Yeah. Or what if I've overlooked something? Yeah. And eventually, I just have to stop thinking about those things, just rip the band-aid off and just jump in.
1: Mm.
2: I think having, and from my own experience, having a business partner like Ryan, and not to blow smoke because he's sitting next to me, but I got a lot of confidence knowing that Ryan's been doing it for 13 years, is well regarded, is good at what he does. And and also having Kyla there that, um, you know, waiting in the wings to join us, I took a lot of confidence from that, knowing that it wasn't me solo. If I was doing it completely on my own, no, Ryan no, Kyler, I probably would have been a little bit more thinking, ooh, will I be able to do it? But having a, business, having a strong business partner and having a strong sort of immediate network gave yeah. me enough confidence to be pretty confident to say, no, I'm out, I'm gonna yeah. do the own thing. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you know, I agree, I think there's a level
1: of confidence in that we, we know what we're doing, we have a strong network, we understand our market. Um, there's still that trepidation that, you know, can we do deals, you know, under our own umbrella? Mm. Um, I guess I was there 13 years, so I was probably, you know, twice as long as Bordie was at and I had a lot of emotional investment attachment to both the company, you know, all my colleagues, my clients and candidates that have built up over that time. So I guess there was initial, yeah, anxiety or trepidation around saying goodbye to all of that and, mm. and you know, resigning and, and, and putting that behind me. And then what's involved in setting up a business, you know, not just doing deals, but yeah. You know the the legal stuff, the finance, the website. You know what what's involved. You know we yeah. haven't done this before, obviously, so yeah. it's um, you know flying blind a little bit. But I guess with you know, good organisation, we're able to sort of put the, the blocks in, in, in place pretty well. Uh, yeah, and sort of keep pushing it along. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so did you? Um, because obviously this 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 industry is full of yeah you know, lots of wonderful recruitment entrepreneurs. Uh, and, and business leaders, did you reach out to anybody? Did you reach out to, to, to get advice from anybody in the market?
2: Yeah, we did. Yeah, We caught up. Uh, um, so my first role with, uh, uh, with the InterPro guys, I worked with Din, who, who now owns Circuit. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Din was probably at uh, the first protocol. Is uh, a good friend of ours and a confidant. So yeah, we, we caught up for,
1: for lunch with him. Yeah, and circuit itself, we've had a really good journey. I think we sort of model ourselves on to a degree in terms of that recruitment, start up, and and you know they're obviously a few years ahead of us, but have a strong brand and yeah. had, a, had a good journey themselves. So. Yeah. Um, you're
2: respecting the team very much there. Uh, yeah. I was old, um, old bosses in uh, Gary and, uh, and Dan across the econ, the old econ guys, yes. now so Yes. I quite yeah. a lot of those guys over a few beers as well. And, well yeah. Well, that's a, that's, a nice. real, that's a real success story. Yeah, yeah. they were good enough to, to really you know, share a lot of insights, a lot of advice with us. So, yeah. yeah. I've been quite lucky there, I think. Mm, yeah. Good mentors. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been invaluable. Yeah.
0: Um, did you write a business plan? Did, or did you just just write it on the, on the back of a, a napkin? St- <laughs> we had a Trello
1: board, which is a good sort of yeah, foundation. Yeah, trello, um, trello was good for us. Um, yes. That's a formal business plan, but I guess
2: it had, you know, the priorities, to-dos, but... We did print out a business plan initially. <laughs> we, got. we printed out one, sort of templated one, and sort of ran through that, and we got about, I think we got about halfway through. We didn't. We didn't... I don't think we made a bulletproof business plan. We had a high-level idea of what we wanted to do and mm. um, and, and, and a couple of key things Yeah, budgets. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, the Trello
1: I think helped form the the basics and mm. the building blocks. Of the early mm. days mm. and it was just easy to use. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: I think I think when people are starting new businesses, new recruitment businesses, one of the things that they put a lot of effort and focus into is is the name.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How important is it to have? A cool name,
2: yeah,
0: or, or a name that relates well to, to what what your business is going to stand for.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, and on that, how did you how did you come up with iterate?
2: Yeah, we we that was about the fiftieth iteration. Yeah, it <laughs> was a hard, one of the hardest
1: things, wasn't it? Just yeah. think about
2: something original relevant. It was probably the, yeah, it was the hardest part, definitely the hardest part creatively to, yeah. to think of what what, what what do you call yourselves, what yeah. do you stand for. So. Um, yeah, we liked. What was our first love? We had initial
1: love for Tribe, Tribe, and then Financials Land. stole that. Yeah, years ago,
0: at
2: the bar, Jules sort of <laughs> insta marketing, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, I know.
0: Yeah. And there's a, there's a Tribe in uh, a tribe New in Zealand, Zealand as well. So yeah. we had
2: initial love for Tribe. Then we had a, a few other iterations that maybe weren't as, as as glamorous in hindsight. Yeah, probably happy we didn't go with any of those other ones.
1: Yeah. Um, we did a bit of brainstorming some butchered paper um, with the wives, you know, and yeah. top 50 and which ones we love, which ones we hate, and whittled it down. And yeah. I think a consideration was also the, uh, the trademark ability, if that's the word, yeah. um, just checking to see if the actual name's been trademarked yeah. under the classification of staff, yeah. staffing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, people can steal the name. Uh, from us, yeah. so that was another consideration. If it was already trademarked, that it was no go zone as yeah. well. Yeah, it was funny
2: to see that a lot of businesses haven't protected their names and don't. Because we've searched different recruitment businesses to see are these people protecting theirs, yeah. and, and a lot of people don't. But our legal advice and our lawyers were saying first thing you do, make sure that you pick a name that you can trademark under certain classes to protect yourself. So. Yeah. that was sort of really pivotal I guess in, in us coming up with Iterate and it not being sort of yet already having a trademark against it
0: so yeah um, did did you put more thoughts into getting your business name than you did choosing the names of your kids
2: better are thereabouts maybe you can edit that part out <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> to, uh, I'll say you're involved with Zach and Jesse at the moment so it's, yeah, it's,
1: it's close to us but you had a bit of an on thesaurus.com
2: did yeah I think it was probably on a commute on the way into work or I'm not sure how I've come about but you know just running through like page after page of different names and and looking for stuff that might be relevant and and, and just come across iterate and it just it it was one one of those one of those things that just stuck straight away yeah Yeah. I think once we once we had that and realized it was trademarkable and, and and that sort of formed the basis of our um Brand ethos, which I think you're really good at explaining. <laughs> well, iterate apart from having IT
1: in the name, which is uh, very snazzy. Um, obviously, in tech and design, uh, iteration or iterate is to, to evolve on, on code or design. Um, mm. It's really relevant to the tech industry, to the clients and clients we talk about. Um, which again, I guess, inform, informed our, our ethos in terms of self-improvement, self-education, evolution, mm-hmm. um, and then we aim to sort of keep our candidates up to date by, you know, promoting self-education and, and you know, self-improvement, so yeah. I guess it all neatly sort of tied in together um, yeah. on a lot of levels, so um, yeah, kudos to you for uh, coming up with your name. Awesome it, it's, it's, it's a cool name, yeah. it's
0: a cool name, I'm glad you didn't go for... for Boyd Lynch Consulting, <laughs> or Boyd Lynch Executive, BC Executive, or BL Executive Search, something like that. Yeah. I look, I look, I that, just the we just love people to until we, we one
1: down. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. Okay, so look, t- talking about the future. So, so, so the business today is the three of you, and it's a, as I said, it's a very strong foundation to to build a business on. So, but I'm making some assumptions, and please correct me if I'm making incorrect assumptions. But yeah. I'm assuming you want to grow this business, right? Yeah. And, 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 and turn it into a, a, a fully fledged proper big boy business um, my question is you're, you're, you're obviously incredibly good recruiters but how do you know and again this is, this is for, the, for the people out there who are thinking about yeah. starting their own businesses how do you know that you're going to be good business people
2: Yeah. how do you know it's a good question I don't know and uh, I don't know if we do is the short answer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sort of Which, yeah um, I, I don't know, a lot of the, the, a lot of our approach and our work to date has been gut feel and common sense and instinct and how far that will take us I'm not sure but if we tie it back into the iterate message I know that something that I want to do is continue to evolve my own skill set and mm. my own um, career to mm. learn more about things that I don't know about so if it's Know, particular business model set up, or if it's particular, um, you know, legal, accounting, any areas that I haven't really had to to learn about or delve into in a three hundred and sixty desk working for another agency. That's all sort of stuff that I, mm. I guess I'll continue to learn about. And, and similarly, as a as a business owner and as a as a business leader, um, hopefully that's something that we continue to to learn and develop as we kind of go on a journey. Yeah, definitely. Um, because, because the other, the other part to that is that,
0: um, <clears throat> again, you were both high performers, but neither of you were running big teams, were you? No. So then there's the, the, the people management aspect. Yeah. You know, I, I, I actually, you know, as a, as a rec to rec, I don't think you'll struggle to attract people. Yeah. I think people will want to be part of this. But then how do you manage yeah. them? Again, that's, that's un, untested waters. Well,
2: Ryan, Ryan did it briefly. Yeah, but, uh, In the early, days, yeah,
1: the early days, yeah, I had a stint, I mean, the, I guess whenever you're succeeding as a as a recruitment consultant, the um, management always want you to, well, often want you to move into to yeah. a management role or a management consultant role or a team, team leader role. And I did it for maybe about two years, sort of around the GFC, it was tough times, um, and I, I was pretty happy just working with my own patch and re, yeah. you know, returning to a senior consultant or then principal consultant after that, so... Um, it's something that we'll definitely have to encounter, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and I think having your own brand and, and building your own, own culture, it will be easier and more maybe come a little bit more naturally in, in terms of, okay, this is the sort of manager I want to be in my own company as yeah. opposed yeah. to maybe conforming, you know, for a better word, to a middle management role in a, you yeah. know, a bit into large agency where you are sort of in
2: influenced from top and bottom. Yeah. Um, it sounds really selfish, but I... So I wouldn't have wanted to do that in, another, in a bigger agency or for mm. someone else. Mm. I'd be happy to manage people and lead people for my own business when it's my own brand and my own company, but doing it from someone mm. else and, again, having different layers above dictating what, you, yeah. what you're doing just wasn't an appealing prospect for me. So yeah. I was always quite happy to, to sit in my corner and, yeah. and, and build and yeah. be a recruiter, but yeah. um, now I'm the iterator. And it's, it, you know you've got skin in the game it's your own baby that's something that
0: you take on yeah. yeah but but it's going to be you know a really interesting journey for both of you to you know, to, to go through these yeah you know, these learning periods but if, uh, what I see a lot of business owners they, they they build great businesses but then they have this this moment of clarity where they realize they're not necessarily the best people to manage the team yeah. or, or, or even to, to run the business uh, and they will you know they they'll, they'll have self-created roles, yeah. which are which are big picture thinking roles, and then somebody comes in and does the the day to day. Or you might find that one of you is just is an amazing yeah you know, people leader. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Time will tell. I'd love to come back actually with, with, if it's okay in a couple of years and just see how things how things are tracking along. Take three. Take three.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so what kind of people you know when when you do when when you are in that. Yeah, wonderful position to start thinking about your first hire and your second hire and your third hire. What kind of people do you think you're going to try and attract into iterate?
2: Good question. I think
1: I guess the top people that reflect our ethos. um, I think promote a pretty relaxed, um, you know, positive culture. Mm. Um, You know, people that want to work with us and want to work with our clients. Um, Yeah. I think we'll, we'll be fairly relaxed leaders in the sense that we'll we'll let people thrive. Um, we'll have a sweet ass commission scheme as well. So, um, <laughs> that'd be good, but uh, I guess yeah. To, what are your thoughts? Yeah, like
2: I think culture is key. Um, I think people that we can um, uh, that we get along with that, that uh, enjoy coming to work that we um, that we gel well with that will work well with clients and, and, and represent you know, mm. represent the, the the iterate brand um, in, in a positive light. So, yeah, that, that, that culture fit piece is, is going to be critical. And, and I think... You're fishing for uh, <clears throat> sending a junior. Well, absolutely, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. So yeah. this
0: is a yeah. Yeah. When, when, when can I start sending you CVs? <laughs> uh, but I think establishing that culture on, on day one is, is crucial. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because, again, you know, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm no expert, but I see some businesses, they build, like, Eight, nine, ten people, and they suddenly think we haven't identified our culture, yeah. uh, and then they, they almost have to go back to day one. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah, I think it's, I think it's really important that you get that nailed from the outset.
1: Yeah, yeah I think our specializations will influence it as well because yeah. we're obviously coming from you know dev, you know tech, design, product. We obviously want to consolidate that and complement that. You know, do we want an SAP desk or a security desk? You know, something that's a little bit probably a bridge too far. Mm. Um, in the, at least the short term, I don't think so. You know, we want to grow organically and play to our strengths in terms of our background specializations, mm. and then maybe expand you know verticals yeah. things like that but yeah. not yeah not to try and be everything for everyone mm-hmm. it
2: would be definitely special keeping that specialization thing absolutely mm. yeah.
0: so when, when you are allowing yourself to have you know some the, the, a moment of big picture thinking and you maybe get your second napkin out on the table <laughs> uh, what, what would you see Iterate being in in like five years time
2: Good question again. Sure, well, there was a pause there. there. was a pause
1: there, my God. Yeah, two for thinking then, Pete. Um, yeah, no, I see us obviously thriving, being successful, having probably not a, a massive 10, um, depending on how, how things go. I think. Uh,
2: have uh, you put a number on it? No, no number on it, but a, a gun boutique, like the best boutique agency in, in tech and, and product in Melbourne, or, or coming towards being known as the, the best um, yeah. the, the best specialist yeah. would be would be nice. Yeah. yeah. And if you're talking five-year plan, then obviously yeah. at the moment it's about awareness and people knowing who you are and our existing network kind of knows us and who we are, but um, continuing to grow the brand and, and be uh, the agency that people think about. If they think about hiring a, a dev or if they think about hiring a designer or a product person, that yep. your name is, is there or thereabouts on their lips would be. That would be a, nice, mm, be a nice milestone to hit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay.
0: And again, looking at, I'll think about the concept of the of the podcast. If there's a couple of senior recruiters out there who are working together and they know each other well, I, I'm I'm always curious about uh friendships. Friendships who you know, you know, guys who are friends, they get along very well, and then they, they start a business together. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that something that you guys have thought about, you know, your 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 friendship and how this might be affected over the years, or, or are you just absolutely comfortable and confident that everything's gonna be okay? Well surprised about four
1: pounds uh, <laughs> about in minutes as well. They <laughs> yeah. might get patronised a little bit too much over the summer, but uh
2: yeah, we. I, I'm not. Not. I think that our working relationship and our friendship, and we've got a lot of common interests. Um, you know, outside of work as well. We don't spend, um, you know, weekends together and stuff like that. We, occasionally, we'll we'll catch up, kind of socially. And but we're still quite social at work. I feel. And yeah, even with um, yeah, the, the stuff that we do at work, there's a lot of a lot of common grounds there. But you know, we've had advice from um, different. Um, business leaders the guys I've mentioned off the top mm-hmm. and saying that, that there will be times when you know your relationship's tested and some advice from those guys around talking through and making sure you know not holding stuff in being able to have that open dialogue yeah. with each other that you know if things if we are disagreeing on some things or, or if there are issues that it's kind of out on the table and we take it address it and kind of move on Is advice that we've got from the get-go and touch wood that hasn't happened mm-hmm. thus far we've been you know we haven't come across any sort of hurdles like that but Hopefully we're equipped to deal with that sort of stuff, like hopefully we're both mature enough and we've both got a common goal in terms of seeing Iterate succeed Mm so you know hopefully if there are speed bumps along the way that we're um, mature enough and professional enough to address it. Um, Yeah. yeah. I think um, other advice that we have got in starting
1: up in terms of you know just Putting your hand up for certain roles and certain yeah. duties that maybe you know you naturally gravitate towards mm. whether you like it or not yeah um i think you know boarding's done done really well being you know in the initial like things like web, web design and doing our website you know some of the more creative yes. stuff canva templates uh, uh, and, yeah. love. uh <laughs> and for better or worse you know i'm quite an analytical uh, thinking, you know, I'm very yeah. detailed. So I've been to sort of digging down, sort of legal documentation, you know, finance and things like that. So can I roll out the Dennis
2: Denuto uh, gag uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm the two bit lawyer of the yeah. operation now. The Dennis Denuto out of the castle is is my main <laughs> gag for Lynch whenever he gets an MSA. or he gets <laughs> I get a, we get a legal document from a client and I just handle it across to Dennis. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> to I'm reluctant, there, but, um, but then, Conversely, like I'll I'll chime in on the creative side,
1: and you'll chime in helping me look at legal stuff. So we we yeah. Yeah. pinch it, you know, and it, it's really
2: um I guess a really nice process. In that yeah, regard. perfect. Yeah. From a, from an advice perspective about that, like those, if there are a, a duo, you know, entering into that partnership, having those defined roles again is something that come up from a few people. And, yeah. And, and again, talking through the, the the conflict resolution stuff again, pretty important. So yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And then in in, in closing. Um, you know, if you, if you were to, uh, you know, consider a, you know a, a couple of senior recruiters out there who are thinking about pulling the pin, but don't quite, you know, they, they haven't quite got to that to that point where, where they're ready to, to make that leap of faith. What's the number one piece of advice that you would give them in in, in preparing to start their own recruitment business?
2: Mm. I think that if they're doing true three hundred and sixty work and they're responsible for Pulling in the business themselves, uh, the, uh, delivering to those roles themselves in yeah. terms of not relying on resources, not relying on accounts teams to pull in roles for them. If they're genuine yeah. 360 recruiters, then it's more than likely going to be uh, successful. Hopefully it would, would lend itself to being more successful if they're sitting on the panel and yeah. getting roles from account X and getting them delivered to um, by... Candidate resource of why there's maybe a little more risk there in terms of going out on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd, I'd be critiquing in your own network and your own market, yeah. legitimately having a look at where, do, where are my relationships, who are they with. Yeah. Yeah, I think just going back on,
1: on what Boydie said, just having that, having faith in yourself, having a strong brand. I think trusting the other person, um, having a, a person, like having a, a partnership is key. I think if yeah. I was doing this on you my own, um, it'd be a lot more daunting. Um, you know, just being having a, having a partner, having a sounding board, yeah, doing stuff together, you know, picking up slack with the other person, yeah. you know, and, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, you know, I think having that trusted partnership over years and, and being able to talk about the, the I guess the, the early stages of the business, you know, uh, before and after resignation is, is really key, um, mm-hmm. and having a bit of money in the bank just to, <laughs> yeah. to, to yeah, spend yeah, your yeah,
0: businesses yeah. to set it up. You, yeah, I, I think you were both really lucky to, uh, to, to, to be able to do this with each other. Just, just yes or no, would you have done this on your own? I'll okay, go no. Would you have done it on your own?
2: Knowing that Kyla is my wife and partner and also in the industry, yes. <laughs> but yeah. that's on your own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Not
0: sure. Well, chaps, look, we, 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 see, we see a lot of startups popping up in the marketplace, and, and I hope this doesn't sound cynical or, or brutal, but sometimes you, you, you look at them and, and you just, um, yeah, you, you worry. You worry about whether the people starting these businesses have got the experience or the foundation or the track record of success to be successful. And, uh, and you wonder whether they'll even be around for the next couple of years. But Iterate is genuinely you know, one of the most exciting startups to have hit the market in a long time. I think you guys uh, are onto a good thing. And, uh, and I wish you the very, the, very, the very greatest of success for the future.
2: Terrific. Thanks, for, Thanks for, nice for, nice. for having us.
0: Thank you, chaps. Thank you so much for listening to the Recruitment Journeys podcast. Really hope you enjoyed it. Now, while we're passionate about bringing inspirational recruitment stories to our network via this podcast series, Recruitment to Recruitment is our bread and butter and our day job. So if you are a recruiter thinking about your next career chapter or your recruitment journey, see what I did there, we're always keen to have a confidential discussion with recruiters about what's going on in the market. So please feel free to contact me in the strictest of confidence on 0432 666 701 or email me at pete at com. Thank you so much for listening. And please watch out for our next inspirational podcast interview coming very soon.